and you are listening to WSM's Winston Sports Media Tennis Talk Oz Open 2020 podcast number three. On today's episode, I talk with Aiden Hill and Jackson Kosh about all the big issues of day number six, including Serena Williams going down, Corey Goff, the 15-year-old sensation having a sensational win, some of the Australian talent coming through and also some big, big tennis clashes upcoming within the second week of the Oz Open. I hope you enjoy this podcast and please continue to listen as we go into the second week of the Australian Open 2020. Thank you so much for listening. close encounter on a late Saturday night. Yes. Kachenkov uh, v. Kyrgios, the homeboy, the bad boy, Kyrgios, won the first two sets, lost in a tiebreaker in the third, and we're going uh, on serve here. Uh, Kyrgios, five all in the in the fall. So it's very interesting goings on here late on a Saturday night, pr- approaching the second week of the AO. How are you boys going over in the western suburbs going, of Melbourne. Going well, mate. We're, we're loving every second of this. This is this is why we watch the tennis for um, Nick Kygrios and Konechnanov. Um, it's an absolutely ripper game at the moment. Fingers crossed the Aussie can get over the line. Now, the question is, boys, uh, Alex Bolt, like, he went out uh, to world number five uh, on uh, Thursday afternoon. Question is, why aren't you boys out and about with the young man with the uh, Koshy's cuts and colours late on a Saturday night. Um, plenty of uh, fine talent out there, thereabouts in Melbourne CBD area. A couple of young blokes like yourself. Why aren't you boys going out? What, what, what's well, the go? Robert, um, the, the big fella's a bit tired, so we've just uh, had a quiet night. Played a bit of mini golf. And, uh, yeah. yeah Play mini golf? The tennis whereabouts? Night. Did you go to a Holy Moly in the CBD? Uh, or, I went out uh, to whereabouts? Uh, Yarra Ben in... Uh, Where's it now? Richmond. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Collingwood area. That's that's Abbotsford. Abbotsford. Yeah, correct, mate. So we just went quiet night there, and uh, just I mean, Kosh just sitting watching the tennis. So, look, uh, we'll get into the tennis results. Um, look, uh, it's fantastic what's happened in the last twenty four hours. I'd love to get your perspective on uh, Federer, and I tell you what, didn't the Aussie do us proud? Um, you know, like it was amazing. Five, went to five sets uh, last night, and. Um, 10-8 um, in the last. So what did you make of the game last night? Heck of a game, Rob. Um, yeah, Federer and Mailman um, were just all over it. It was it was as tight as you could ask for, really. And um, you know, I, I was I was on the edge of my seat the whole night. Um, thankfully, the goat got over the line. It was looking um, looking looking bad there at eight four down in that super tie break. Um, but you know, the goat did some goat things in the. Uh, last few points there and got himself over the line. But, yeah, uh, props to uh, Johnny Millman. He um, he really uh, stepped it up and nearly got there. There's a little bit of flack from the media post-game with the actual support that Johnny Millman got from the Aussie crowd. Majority were going for the GOAT, as you say, in Federer. What was your perspective on that? Like, it seemed that Federer had the most support, which is no surprise, really, considering he's done so well in the last 19 years, you know, since 2001 and when he debuted as a professional. But, you know, obviously he's won six Australian Opens and, you know, uh, did it surprise you that 
you know, the uh, Swiss legend had more support than the Aussie wildcard. Um, no, it didn't surprise me. He's had he's had 20 years of, of um, building his fan base, I guess. And um, especially on Rod Laver Arena, it's not always a an Aussie-based fan base. It can be a lot of, you know, corporates and people from overseas coming to watch some tennis, which evens it out a bit. Um, and Federer has those fans all over the world. I still think there was a lot of Johnny Millman fans in the stands. Um and I, I'm pretty sure he would have won a few over as well um, with that performance last night. Um, I'm actually a bit in shock because I feel sorry for Nick. He's, he's he's actually had a really good outlook tonight. He's he's been composed all night, but it looks like the Russian in two tiebreakers in the last two sets has just outplayed him in that in that brief period of tennis. And we're going off his set, boys. Uh, how did you see the the last couple of sets? Um, I just sort of watched the. Uh... Set, mate, but uh, Snitson's gone to five. I don't think Kyrgios will win, mate. I think well, and uh, that might be the end of him in this tournament, mate. Koshi, I uh, tend to agree, agree with you, there, Hilly, but hopefully we're wrong. Um, hopefully this is the year that he puts it all together um, and comes out fighting. Uh, Rob, what do you reckon is going to happen going into this set? I think Nick's going to. Um, I think this is going to be the night that we, you know. Uh, Post match, the headline could be "In Nick We Trust." I think I think he can get the job done. He's gone. And he's he's come so far. He, he's just he's, he he fights himself mentally. That when I watch a young man, you know, I've got a few years on him. But I just watch a young man full of talent, but it's almost like he doesn't believe in his own talent. It's it's like he, he fights with himself mentally. So I, I think this is going to be the night where he puts it all together and he can knock off a top thirty uh, seed and. You know, face the, uh, you know, um, damaging Rafael Nadal. Whatever happens in that match is yet to be seen, but let's cheer on Nick here, and I think you can get it together. But um, Yeah, fingers crossed. Look, I think um, if we're looking ahead to next round, uh, it's got to be Curios that goes through. Um, he, he lives for those big games, um, and he'll be the one to get up and maybe maybe topple Rafa if we can get there. I think um, Karachinov doesn't quite have the, the weapons and the maybe the arrogance to take it to these guys, so... Um, Hopefully Nick can get over the line. Now, boys, just before we got interrupted by um, Balti from the CBD, um, fair to say that uh, there's been a few shock results on the women's side of the draw. Uh, more, more, more none so than uh, Serena Williams going down uh, yesterday against Wang, uh, the Chinese opponent, ranked 27 in the world, three sets, and... Uh, Serena went down. So, how do you see that result going? And you know, how, how do you view it for the rest of the tournament? Does that open up the draw for like an Ash Barty? Look, yeah, Wang absolutely Wang did, didn't she? Um, Serena out of nowhere uh, is out of the tournament. I don't think anyone would have expected that. Um, she's she was the favourite coming in, and like uh, I think it was Aiden that had tipped her to win the whole thing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so did I, by the way. Yep. There you correct. go, and Rob. So. She, she's out and no one expected that, um, but it does open it up for Ash Barty. I guess she's got to try and keep her level up now and not not take it easier herself, knowing that the draw's a bit less weak, um, a bit more weak, sorry, but um, we'll see how it goes. And in other results, uh, a young 15-year-old girl, uh, African-American girl by the name of Coco Goff defeated reigning champion Naomi Osaka in three sets. It's an amazing feat for a 15-year-old to beat anyone, let alone... World number two in the world, um, two-time 
Grand Slam champion, Naomi Osaka, and she did it. So I said it in uh, one of the articles I just wrote, boys, that it almost seems that the Serena Williams uh, slash the Williams sisters era is coming to an end and, and another African-American girl is taking over the reins. But this is what the Williams sisters were doing back in the early 2000s, absolutely dominating tennis yep. from a young age. And it seems Coco Golf has got all the talent and confidence to uh, carry that feat forward. Yeah, well, that's right, Rob. Um, as you said, the uh, Williams sisters era, I think, is coming, <clears throat> coming to a close and old Coco Pops is taking over, mate. So, um yeah, another American on the rise. She's she's only fifteen, but she's she's bloody firing all cylinders, mate. But um, yeah, she'll 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 go pretty deep. But I don't think uh, anyone will contest with Ash Barty, mate. I think she'll take this one out pretty comfortably. So, yeah. And uh, early results today, boys. Well said there, uh, Hilly. Love the analytics on that one. But uh, Simona Halep, she's another danger. Uh, she won a straight set six one six four over Punetsova. Uh, a wild card, unseeded at the moment, uh, ranked top 200. But um, how do you see Simona Halep? She has been uh, far in Grand Slams previous in previous years and uh, a former finalist. Um, how do you see her her uh, campaign going? Look, I think she's done exactly what um, we all thought she would today. Um, you know, she's she's uh, in the top couple of players in the world for a reason. She's meant to go deep in these tournaments. Um, her, her biggest issue is when it has got to that semi-final, final stage, she hasn't been able to get over the line. So um, it'll be interesting the deeper it goes if she's got the, the mental game to get herself there and get herself over the line when she's versing these top quality players in the finals. Okay, well, uh, good, good, well said there, boys. And um, we'll, go, we'll go to the men's side of the draw. And uh, Daniel Mevedev, straight sets win over uh, the Aussie, Alexi Papoporin, 6-4, Probably went to script, really, there, boys. How, how, how did you see that result going? Yeah, he's, he's a quality player, old Medvedev. Uh, Popperin, you know, uh, we all obviously wanted him to do well as the Aussie, but um, Medvedev, I think, is going to be the next, the up-and-coming superstar um, of men's tennis. Um, and I'll see him taking out a few slams once the top three disappear. So, um He's, he's, he's right on track to uh, make a semi or a final here. And Dominic Team, uh, the bloke who, you know, uh, was challenged by your good mate Alex Bolt. Um, he won in four sets today against Taylor Fritz of the USA. He ranked 29 in the world, 6'2", 6'4", 7'6", 6'4", in the end, Dominic Team. He advances yeah. through to the round of 16. Is he just building or is it... Uh, Still up to Novak or uh, Rafael Nadal or Federer to win this tournament. Yeah, some would say uh, they, he sourced Fritz. Um, he was all over him today. Uh, Fritz is a, a quality player, but Dominic teams building into one of the one of the world's best, and he's showing some great form going in. Um, like you said, Rafa had a comprehensive win today as well against uh, uh, Carrera Buster, his fellow countryman, ranked twenty seven in the world. Correct, and he made him. Um, he made him look second rate today. To be honest, he was all over six one, six two, six four. Yeah, straight sets from start to finish. And um, you know, it's Rafa. He's going to fight, fight every match, fight every point. That's all you can expect from him. As the same as Novak. Novak, uh, looking looking like he does every year out here in Australia. Um, he's going to be tough to beat. He's still my pick for the tournament. And um, um look, this is this is guy that. Uh, 
you fellas actually criticised pre-tournament, and yeah. I can understand why you did criticise him, but he's been showing some ominous form. He won again in straight sets today in the third round against a veteran 36-year-old Spaniard, Fernando Vadasco, but Alexander Verev, ranked number seven in the world, the German, he won 6-2, 6-2, 6-4. It feels like he's, you know, he's he's building the form. He's got a great serve volley game. He's got a killer serve. Can he be one that challenges? Can he be the new generation to defeat the old generation? Because eventually someone's got to come through the ranks and defeat the top three. Yeah, mate, it sounds like you had a, a pretty comfortable win there. Um yeah, he's definitely got the the ability uh, to to make it eventually. I think don't know if it's a year yet, mate. I think when when Federer's fully out, he might. It's just consistency. I think for him is uh, key. But yeah, big serve as you said. I've seen it firsthand versus Bolty last year, mate, and it was quite thunderous against the Lightning. Um, but yeah, scary player. But uh, yeah, just, just consistency is still not there, mate. He's yeah, he'll get there though. But good player. And other results. Former champion Stan, the man Vavrinka, age 34, so he's in the twilight of his career. Seated 15 in the world, defeated John Isner, 6 4, 4 1. Unfortunately, the big serving American John Isner retired. Uh, how do you see Stan, the man's form? Uh, he's sort of been in the backdrop, has made finals before, has won finals before. He's won three Grand Slams in the past. Could he? push all the way to the final Sunday in January. Yeah, the Stanimal was feasting on a bit of American meat today. Um, he, he, he's, a, he's a player that can go deep in tournaments, and when he's hot, he runs bloody hot. Um, I think when he when he makes slam finals, he hasn't lost one. So if he can get himself there, he's, he's going to be hard to beat. Very well said there, Koshi. And this was a player that you probably didn't quite agree with me on our last couple of podcasts, but I love I love the Frenchman. I absolutely adore him. I love his skill. I love his talent. I love his uh, flexibility, the way he can, you know, just absolutely screech across the hard court just to get to that shot, just like a hard cosh on a Saturday night. Um, Gal Monfils, you know, the Frenchman, he won a straight sense against Ernest Gilbus, actually a former player that Bolte did beat a couple of years ago and a former semi-finalist uh, a few years ago uh, at the 2014 French Open. He won 7-6, Gal Monfils, look, you know, you'd be feasting on his uh, talent at the moment. Yeah, Gal Monfils is playing like he's got a gale force win behind him at the moment. He's just coming in hot. Uh, he's, a, he's a quality player. Like you said, he slides all over the court, makes some ridiculous shots. Um, we've, we doubted him at the start of the tournament. I, you know, he is, like you said, he's in his 30s now. Maybe that athleticism is going a little bit, but um, he's not showing any signs of slowing up at the moment in this tournament. Um, and you never know. Uh, it would be great to see him have a deep run here. And probably the closest result of the uh, day number six action, which you know will uh, conclude the first week of the AO, which has been an absolutely amazing first week of tennis. Andy Rublev uh, defeated David Goffin. Six two seven six six four seven six uh seven four in the tiebreaker in that last set in the fourth. Uh can Andy Rublev uh be someone you know, he's another young player, he's in his mid twenties now, up to ranking number seventeen. Can he he's just defeated David Goffin, which is ranked eleven. Can he be someone that pushes these guys Federer, Nadal or Djokovic or Medvedev? 
yeah, know, yeah, in, Robin, into getting um, a seven slash maybe a final. Yeah, mate. As I said, the Rubik's Cube, mate, is firing on all cylinders. He uh, hasn't has he's won seventeen matches in a row, I think, this year, fifteen or seventeen. So he's won two tournaments Correct. straight this year, yep. mate, and he's uh on a roll, he's like a Rubik's Cube, multiple sides. Um but uh yeah, mate, I reckon he can go quite deep and um he can definitely push out Federer or, or, or Djokovic or one of those boys, I think, this year, mate, Andre Rublev. So I reckon it'll be good. He's not he's not far off, so and uh, look, boys, it's it's been an absolute pleasure uh, having you back on the podcast. And we've actually been getting a few viewers, uh, all from the Apple podcast, Spotify, and also Anchor. So it's good that we get a little bit of a following, and I appreciate you boys uh, joining me late on a Saturday night. I was at Melbourne Park last night, and um, I just thought, in my humble opinion, I thought Serena Williams just took that loss terribly yesterday afternoon. I thought, you know, she, you know, She's never been a great loser. I just wanted to see your boy's perspective on Serena Williams. And, and will she beat the uh, overstanding record of 23? She's currently equal with uh, 23 Grand Slams. But will, will she ever get to that, you know, elusive 24? She's lost three Grand Slam finals and she's she's only uh, getting older. Um, didn't didn't see the end of the match yesterday, Rob, but... um. I'll, I'll put Koshy on after to discuss the PC team, but uh, just based off the last few few years, I've seen her lose, mate. It's always been a bit of controversy. She, controversy. She doesn't take it well, and um, to be honest, I thought this would have been her last attempt at getting that uh, lucrative record of slams, mate. I don't uh, think she's ever gonna, you know. I just think it's just age and everything's getting to her, mate. I just don't think she has it in her anymore after seeing her. This is Australian Open, but uh, yeah, I'll put I'll put on a Koshy to get his perspective on it, mate. Big, uh, massive Koshy, are you there, son? Are you there, young fellow? I friend? am, I am. Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it might be uh, it might be past her time. She's um, you know, thirty eight now. Um, has some other priorities in her life, I guess, and maybe tennis isn't the sole focus anymore. And when you're off the boil, that one or two percent, it can be hard to um take it to that next level and win those slams. Um, there's a lot of other players coming up. Like you said, Coco Goff, Naomi Osaka, Ash Barty. They've all stepped up their game to um, take it to these top guys. And um, Serena's finding it extremely difficult at the moment, which is, I reckon, great for great for the game of tennis um, to have someone new up there. And look, I think she's going to fall short in her career. Obviously, still a great career, one of the best to ever play, but um, she won't quite get there, in my opinion. And boys, just to uh, well, it's going to be the second lot line of questions. But how do you like from what you've seen from all the Australians thus far at this summer of tennis, Australian Open twenty twenty? How well placed do you think Australian tennis is going to the future? Look, I think we've been growing for the last two or three years. Actually, um, number of players now in the top hundred, um, and a few even in the top fifty. I think three, three maybe four in the top fifty. Um, which is really, really good. Um, we've got some, you know, great up-and-comers as well, and even the guys that are outside of the top 50. Uh, oh, uh, well, I'm just going to stop you there, Rob, because I think Nick Curios is calling it quits here. Uh, uh, we'll just have a look. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no. no, I don't think he is. He's getting the... Uh... He's just helping out his, uh, his opponent there to clean the court. What a, what a good man. That was a, that was a massive Kosh call right there, Koshy. He made me very nervous, and when he was walking over the other side of the net, I thought he was done. 
No, no. He's if he had a throw on the tail end at 40-15 up in the uh fourth game of the, the last set, I just would have just th- thrown me remote at the TV right now. Yeah. Look, he, um, it was a false alarm. Sorry there, uh all the avid listeners. Um he made me a bit nervous, but we'll get back to uh what we were talking about and about the Aussies. To confirm, just to confirm Chichinkov has gone wide and it's tall in this last set. So uh, it's uh, still very live here for Nick Kyrgios. Chichinkov's, um, yeah, he's he's taking it to Kyrgios. And um, yeah, look, hopefully Kyrgios can get himself over the line. Here. Oh, well, th- that's going to be the last talking point. But let's get through this talking point first, Bikosh. All right. Back to the Aussies, yes. Um, like I said, we've got plenty in the top 100, um, which, is, which is good to see. And then the ones that are just outside, like your Pullmans and um, your Bolts, they're um they're all uh, they're all pushing to get into that top hundred. Your O'Connellys as well, and your um, PJ Smiths. They're all up there to um, you know, make make an impact. It, look, if we can get all of them in the top hundred, Aussie Aussie tennis is um oh JP Smith, sorry, not PJ. Um, Max Purcell and Max Max Purcell as well. Um, he's know, he's good young talent, twenty one years old from. Uh, uh, from Sydney, yeah, correct. Yeah, we're looking well placed. Um, you know, like we saw in the ATP Cup, we were very close um, to making that final, and then we we took it right up to um, guys like uh, Rafael Nadal, and um, it was a <laughs> yeah, yep. Alex Demon uh, nearly had him there. So look, I think give it give it two or three years, these guys become you know in the prime of their careers, we might be the, the nation to beat. I love, I love your work, uh, Massive Kosh, and um, very well said. And uh, that, that's really, in your humble opinion, I think, I think you're very much right. I think Australian tennis is probably in the best period it's been in for a long, probably 20 years. If, if I go back to when I was a kid and you followed, you know, the Paddy Rafters and Leighton Hewitt's the young Leighton Hewitt coming through at the time and um, even, you know, um, the bad boy tennis at that stage. Jeez, uh, what, what? Sorry, who? Mark Mark Uh yeah, the, the yes, the uh, the the Philippoosis, the scud, yeah. That actually, you look back on the records, uh, Federer won his fir- very first Grand Slam against Philippoosis. So yeah. that's, that's how long long ago we're going back. But um, yeah, it's exciting times for the uh, Australian tennis alumni, and I hope that we can do well, you know, in the next couple of years. But um, look, boys, last talking point late on a Saturday night is the Russian, Chichinkov, has just taken a 3-2 lead in this last set. Um, two tiebreakers. Nick just went down in the third and fourth sets. Can he find the mental grind? Can he find the will? Can he find the way to win? What's what's your What are your opinions, boys? Can he do it? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, so far, who's, the other, who's he playing again? Yeah, number 26 seed, Russian Chichinkov uh, of Russia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 26. Um, yeah, look, mate, it's going to be a tight... Well, it is a tight contest at the moment. So it's 3-2 in the in the fifth, I think. On serve, Kyrgios um, on serve, yep. Yeah, I said earlier, Koshi, if it goes to the five, I don't I don't think he mentally have it and it's the longest match he's ever played. But um, so far, he looks looks like he's on. He's obviously got one of the biggest serves in the game, mate. So if he just keeps holding serve and then um, breaks maybe at four all, we'll, I reckon he'll get the job done, hopefully. So... Very emotional player, and he's shot a bit of emotion out there, but I reckon he can get it done, hopefully. So, in one word, Kyrgios or Kachinchov? Kachinkov. Kyrgios, Kyrgios, mate, I reckon. Absolutely. 
And we'll go to have a massive kosh as Kyrgios comes on serve. As much as I want to say Kyrgios, I'm going to Chetenkov. Okay, so we've got a 50-50 split as we uh, uh, see podcast later on Saturday night, boys. It's been a pleasure to talk to you guys, and we'll catch up with all the action in the next couple of days. But uh, it's uh, certainly been an entertaining first week of the AO, and as always, I appreciate your guys' time, and uh, it's been great to uh, pretty much call you guys my mates now, so um, as friends and... Uh, well, it's, on, mate. it's a good good uh, little thing that we're doing here at the minute. So uh, good fun and look forward to seeing yeah. you boys on Tuesday night. And hopefully we can wrap that final spot up at uh, the Royals in the um, National Basketball League. Absolutely. That's that's it, Rob. Uh, we've, we've loved every second of, uh, you know, you giving us the opportunity to, to be on your podcast. And I'd, uh, I know Aiden's definitely spoken a lot about how much it means to, to have a mate like you around now. And um, I'm likewise, mate. Um, so... Good fun. Uh, enjoy your Australia Day, and we'll see you Tuesday. Get around the Royals. Thanks, Wendell. Yeah, happy, yeah, happy Australia Day, and um, look, uh, South Australians are always be half an hour behind, but no matter the uh, state <laughs> or territory, we we do appreciate all Australians contributing to uh, the National Day we call Australia Day. Thanks, Wendell. Have a good one, mate. Thanks, Wendell. See you, fellas. Enjoy. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.